Yeah, loke. OGV27, the Juan Marichal episode is here. It's the Ryder Cup recap. It's an NFL recap. Myself and Lex are red hot. We got a wet willy of the week. We'll finish it off with some decompression. Great episode in store. Before we get started, Lex, tell them about our uh, consensual sponsors. I don't know if that's the right word, but our sponsors, as usual, Golf Course Degenerates. Check them out. They got sick gear. They got beer. They got a little bit of everything. So check them out. Good Instagram page. Good uh, swag. Shout out Michael Thompson. Thank you for the gear. Orlando, still no gear, it looks like. Uh, None. That sucks. None. Um, our other sponsor, Nashville Stars. Again, I blame myself. I've been slacking. My stuff's kind of scattered all over the place. I don't have a grip on where. I don't have a grip on where my Nashville Stars gear is, but I do have a towel and a koozie. They're great. We love the Nashville Stars. Shout out to them. Shout out to a future MLB team in Nashville. Lore said he was working on getting us some more gear. Uh, that's in the works. We know Lore listens every week. So, Connor, we are waiting. Um, and your next appearance on OGV rides on <laughs> the next batch of Nashville star stuff that we get. Lex, you got anything before we get started? Uh, yeah, quick. Uh, first of all, didn't know what episode it was. So 27, great. And you thought that Juan Marichal was the like most well-known number 27 or? That was the first uh, 27 that came to mind. Well, actually the first 27 that came to mind. That was my number in rookie ball. Sick. But I'm not going to say just this is the Orlando Razo episode. Every episode is the Orlando Razo episode. Right, right. So that would have just been selfish. 27, first, first person I thought of was uh, Wani Mayer. Do you have any other 27s that came to mind? Yeah, first two that came to mind were uh, Vlad Guerrero and uh, Mike Trout. Are they both 27? I had no idea. That just I'm goes talking to show you where my head's at. I don't know about Vlad Guerrero Jr., but the OG Vlad Guerrero. OG Vlad Sr. VGS. Yeah, he was 27. Okay. All right. So you can go either way with it. The Trout episode, the Marischal episode, the Guerrero episode. Is that fair? Yeah, it's not, that, that makes me feel a little bit better. All right. Let's get into it. recap um last weekend i had kind of brushed on it the week before we have a little bit of a week hiatus um we'll get to that in a little bit winona Ryder cup i addressed it i said i was planning it there was three different courses um i went 18 and then 36 18 on friday 36 last saturday first time ever doing 36 i was sore for two days it was really really difficult and let's just say i played like shit i mean let's let's call a spade a spade i got the yips i don't know if the average human really knows what that feels like but it's it's truly one of the most helpless feelings in the world lex you've i think you've had some degree of it i know i have in baseball T talk us through the yips. Let, let us know what kind of the mind and the body goes through in that sort of disconnect. Sure. Yes. Had the yips uh, briefly. I, I, for whatever reason, could not make a good throw from third base. Put me in any other position. Throws are fine. Third base, couldn't make a throw. But basically something you've been comfortable doing your entire life, you don't have to think about it. When you do it, all of a sudden stops working and you try to fight through it by telling your brain what to do. And guess what? That doesn't work so well when you have to try and work yourself through, I don't know, an entire physical movement. Brain can't really handle it. Yeah. So from a golf perspective, 
played Wico Pond Friday. It's a tough course, really difficult course. It's like desert golf, kind of target golf. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Was fighting it there, really competing. Swing didn't feel good at all. And then the first nine the next day at Camelback Golf Club, another really nice course. Highly, it was in really good shape. The only thing is kind of a wild move, and this isn't to be sexist or any, sexist or anything like that. They had a cart guy, which honestly, if you're going for that move, that's fine. It's just I've never seen a cart guy before. Let's let's call it once again. Call a spade a spade. Early motif. What I'm curious as to what guy applies to be a cart person. Like it's you know food and beverage. <laughs> what what male <laughs> applies for the food and beverage position when it's 99.9 percent female? That'd be like you know being a guy at Hooters, like working as the a guy. Hooters girl. <laughs> <laughs> what a great analogy. Uh, yeah, you could probably guess my uh, flabbergastness. Once, uh, I saw our cart guy roll up. But one of the guys I was playing with, we stopped at kind of at the turn just to get a glizzy. And one of the guys I was playing with, he asked the lady at the, the little midway grill, what's the deal with the cart guy? I guess they did have someone that called out. So then the, okay. the male ended up filling in. Nonetheless, never seen that before. Never have I ever seen that before. I don't know if that had to do with me getting the yips, like just getting rattled overall throughout the round, just kind of a domino effect. I found myself standing over the ball probably like 11th hole, and I was literally talking to my partner. Like, I have no idea what's going on right now. Like, I literally don't know what's about to happen. You're in deep shit. Once you, if you're saying that even like seconds before your practice swing, let alone like right before you're about to stand over the fucking ball. And I was sober. That's the other thing. It was a sober round. Yeah, it sounds like you were, might have been in purgatory, just not sure if you were dead yet. Like you just were in a, in an area that you weren't sure if you were alive. You know, the, the golf girl was a golf guy. Um, weren't sure if everything seemed real, kind of lost touch of where you were at, didn't have any um, amongstness in your system. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. My question for you is, did you putt or did you have the yips while you were putting too? No, I actually sank a birdie on, it was like the highlight of the weekend. I sank a long birdie putt on eight as a par three. Um, so like, I mean, I, I putted fine, but a lot of the times, I was, you know, two putting for double bogey, two putting for triple bogey. Yep. So it was, it's not like I, the pressure wasn't on putting. Like I don't, if like, if I would have got the yips putting, oh my God, I, am I going off the deep end there? Because there wasn't like anything to get the yips for like high stakes kind of match play event. It's easy to get caught up in it, which I definitely did. Um, but there just wasn't the chance for me to, to do the whole putting thing. Yeah. Um, so in the past, when you've had these rounds where you've lost it and then gotten it back, it's usually started with a claw or a beer or a couple beers. You know, why didn't you do that this past weekend? Well, I took a shot at the turn, um, but that didn't like, once again, they had a cart guy. Um, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I'm not, putting anything on the, on him whatsoever but i got a shot at the turn that's about it i was also playing 36 in a day i wanted to pace myself i didn't want to like you know blow my load too early and then just not be able to actually swing a club in the next round right right uh that's smart hey but you're gonna have those rounds unfortunately it happened during the winona Ryder cup um hopefully you're just back to it next time you play golf yeah. Yep. And um, hopefully I don't have another round like that because I shot in the hundreds. Yeah. Those are the days that make you not want to come back to the golf course. It, I, I can't tell you how, uh, like I'm masking it right now. I'm wearing a mask right now, Alex. I was so upset. Shout out to my brother. He won it. Um, but uh, it, 
it was a it was a gut punch. It was a gut punch for sure. Hey, remember, progress isn't linear. There's ups and downs. It's a process. It's ebbs and flows. That's life, man. That's life. How was your week? Uh, uneventful. No, uh, well, not uneventful, but no Winona Ryder Cup for me. Uh, last week at my gym. So finished that up. It'd been a two and a half years coaching. Wrap that up and heading out to New York on Tuesday. Did they throw you uh, somewhat of a farewell tour? Yes, we did do a workout that I kind of got to choose last Saturday. And then some of the guys that I coach at 6 a.m. on a you know daily basis, we decided to do a beer mile after, which was actually quite difficult. Um, it took me 17 minutes to finish that beer mile. The last beer was very difficult. What's a beer mile? Uh, it is one mile run or however you want to do it. And every 400 meters you have to, so every quarter of a mile, you have to finish a beer. So you start with a beer, quarter mile, beer, quarter mile, beer, quarter mile, beer, quarter mile. That's just four beers, four beers in one mile. Yeah. That doesn't seem that bad. I mean, the time for, for me, you know, you know, me, I mean, four beers in 17 minutes with a little run in between, like that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, cause I'm kind of relating this to a power hour. And yeah, you do I mean, what eight beers in an hour, something like that. That's yeah. half the time in seventeen minutes. Yeah, okay. So that's but yeah, also, that's so you have to finish hefty. the beer. But you have to finish the beer before you go on your lap, which I didn't even do the last one. The first three I did it. The last one I you cheated. Ran, I kind of walked with the beer. Where with a with a power hour, you're just you know one shot a minute, steady pace. This one's like a sprint. Try not to puke. Run your lap. You know chug don't puke run a lap you know did you you didn't puke no i mean different setting a little more competition i would have tried a little harder been okay with puking there were a lot of people watching not participating really didn't feel like it was the setting to to push myself to a point of puking yeah it would have been super embarrassing too right just not the right not the right time not the right time or place interesting and you're leaving for new york yes you literally just sent me an invite to your place uh, last night for the first time was expecting it earlier. Right. Um, but nonetheless, it was sent. How, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? Are you, are you worried that your golf game is going to suffer? Cause winter, winter time, like you're literally about to enter the cold season in New York and not going to be able to play very much. Right. Uh, first of all, I assumed that you would know that you were just invited whenever you want. I just wanted to formally extend the invitation. I hope you take me up on it. Um, yes, I'm not even bringing my golf clubs. So this is going to be about a three and a half month period where I do not play golf longest in a long time. I what if play. you decide to stay there? If that, you know, all works out and happens, I will have my clubs. New out. clubs. You or actually, yeah, I'm going to get new clubs and just go straight get to new, new clubs delivered to New York. That's join the boy. Sure P790s, baby. Yeah. Breaking news. The kids got new clubs. So you get the yips, the solution. What the fuck do you do? You get new clubs. That's it. Yep. Inject that foam into my veins. Yes, sir. Um, but that's it. You got that's anything else? Now, on a personal level, that's good. That's that's perfect. That's all you want uh, into your life. Yeah, you don't want the spotlight, huh? No, I'm I'm just here for the people, baby. Me too. Me too. It was a hell of a week, though. Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup is truly one of the best events in all of sports. I got hooked on it too late, actually. It was when it was in France, you know, the last Ryder Cup. I stayed up to watch it with my dad. I was like, there's, there's really no, not only golf event, there's there's few sporting events that are like this. Um, so you best believe I was watching every minute of it. I recorded it. Obviously, I was playing golf some of the time. But I recorded it, was able to watch every minute of it. Just from the start, it was a good old-fashioned pecker slapping uh, from... The second match on the first match, if you remember, um, I believe it was Spieth and Thomas. They lost. But yeah. since then, it was just an all-out ass-tapping. Just a 
bully show, a noogie, a locker stuffing, and they knew it. They absolutely knew it. You had guys shotgunning beers on a Saturday before, you know, the U.S. still had a ton of points to clinch. And you had Berger and Thomas shotgunning beers. They wanted to double up on them. It was kind of like a great awakening in, in U.S. golf. And it was kind of a funeral for European, at least a temporary funeral, because they're all super old besides John from Scottsdale. Um, and it was kind of like a reckoning in, in U.S. golf. Yeah, this honestly is the first time I've really paid attention to the Ryder Cup, understanding the format um, and like how competitive it is every hole, right? Because it's not just, you know, stroke play where you can slowly gain strokes back or um, kind of play your game and hope it works out over four rounds. Like your strategy changes hole to hole because every hole matters the entire weekend. Um, so it truly was uh, on a competitive level that I haven't seen in golf. Yeah, and they they have sucked for years against Europe. And debating if I wanted to like say this, I was talking to a guy that was he wasn't in contention for the Ryder Cup, but in the form that he's in, he very well could have been picked. He's won on the tour before, and he brought up a very, very, very good point. He said that this like era of golf before you just had tiger and Phil and the other guys, you had guys like Matt Kuchar and Steve Stricker, who was the captain. Now it's like each and every individual on that team is like their own entity, their own superstar. Like you have Bryson and Brooks who are just alpha males. You know, JT is a dog DB straight vibing. He's got his boat called DB straight vibing. <laughs> uh Spieth does Houdini shit. That one shot that he made where Faldo thought like he was actually gonna die. He was like doing a play-by-play of his death. He's like, we might lose him. But each and every single one of these guys is kind <clears> of <throat> their own unique superstar, which is something that we've never had. There's been two guys and then the rest of them. And now each and every one of these dudes is just a stud. Yeah, completely agree. And so you were talking to somebody that this was a player, this was their opinion about what's correct the state. That's really cool. Um, I do completely agree with you. I mean, if you ask people, they probably know Tiger and Phil, but if you ask people that follow golf these days, there really are all these guys have headlines and all these guys have been, you know, technically not number one, but they felt like they've been the number one guy in the golf world in the past, you know, five, six, seven years. Right. Morikawa too. DJ. I love love him showing emotion. Holy shit. And then shout out to me calling the Scotty Scheffler. Like I didn't call it, but I was like, you need someone that's going to put the ball in the hole. Sure enough in the singles matches, the best player in the world, Scheffler just, I'm not going to say he destroys Rom, but he birdied what the first four holes to go four up with. Yeah. Within the first four holes. Like that's what it takes in the Ryder Cup, and like they had, they just had like it was so fun to watch. Bryson's all the way back, right? Oh yeah, Bryson was firing on all cylinders this weekend. He yeah. was able to unload on a couple awesome drives. He did it with the putter. He somehow was able to seem like he was friends with the other U.S. players, and he kind of just mocked the the European players. He did everything that Bryson usually does, and it worked out perfectly. He also gave the very first drive of his Ryder Cup. He drilled. He ended up birdieing the hole. So shout out to Bryson. But he drilled someone in the shin, like shin burgered him. Oh, I did not. It was awesome. Yeah. What was I going to say about Bryson, man? I just the format's perfect for him, right? Because who cares if you triple bogey? Like if you're going to bogey, you're going to lose the hole. So you might as well just go for it. And try and drive the hole and drive the ball 417 yards. Because if you work, you, if it works, you win the hole. It's it's perfect for him. Bro, Sergio didn't even have a chance. Sergio. Like there was a, a couple holes where Serge just was not even, he didn't even, he couldn't even putt. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, but Bryson, he's all the way back. I think he's won, won the hearts of uh, United States golf fans. 
and then just proceeds to he's in the top 16 in the world long drive uh, championship right now made it from the round of 64 to 32 and now he's in the top 16 i saw that do you think there's somewhat of an inside there's rumblings do you think there's somewhat of an inside job of the wg ld that is, or no w <laughs> w world long okay wld ld c uh, world long drive like, do contest. i think that they're like fabricating his numbers or giving him juiced balls or like wh- how does that how yeah does just like wanting him just for the pub which i don't blame them at all i wouldn't blame him for it but i also i mean like if bryson's able to hit the ball 400 yards and also put it in the fairway and now he has the entire like a football field to like play with i think he like i'm not surprised that he's doing what he's doing so you you're saying it's not rigged no, because all of a sudden you give him a massive fairway and let him unload as hard as he can massively unload. Like, yeah, he's going to crush the ball. I, I want to believe that it's not rigged, so I'm going to believe that's not rigged. Okay. All right. Well, Bryson, all the way back. I mean, all he's done a where he was at a month ago with media and fans to now, like, complete 180. Good for Bryson. I'm, a, I'm actually happy for the guy. Um, I'm sure he's going to do something that makes the public turn on him within you know next few months within the next year but for now really happy for bryson europe is fucked oh yeah they uh their lineup just isn't as good no the president's cup team is going to be better like the president's cup team has young guys they got i mean they got louis they got answer they got joaquin they got sungjae Okay. Um, they got Cam Smith, Leishman, like uh, you put those guys up against, you know, Paul Casey, Matt Fitzpatrick, um, Poulter, who's old. I, I mean, the only guys that obviously John is the best player in the world. Who's played unreal by the way, but who else uh, like Poulter's old Sergio's still pretty good, but I mean, you got Rory and John. What I we can be brief about this, but I have no idea what the format of the President's Cup is. Pretty much the same shit. But like, who are who's like who who's playing who? I guess it's it, the world, the rest of the world versus the U.S. Oh, okay. So why would our U.S. team not not, not win that? No, they will win that. But I'm just saying the President's Cup team is now way be- like before. We would we created the President's Cup. Because we kept getting our dicks kicked in in the Ryder Cup. Got it. Okay. So now the President's Cup team is about to be way better than the European Ryder Cup team. Okay. Got it. And is Europe included in the rest of the world team? No. Why would they do that? I I just wanted to check. That makes total sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd take the, I would take the rest of the world team over the European team, actually, if they Damn. were playing. Okay, Damn. we're on the same page. Sorry about that. Yeah, next year it's at uh, Quail Hollow. Should be good. Where's Quail Hollow? North Carolina. Sorry, I'm just, just the facts. They're just not there for me. Um, okay. Yeah, that sounds sick. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, yeah, Europe's fucked. We got anything else on the Ryder? No, I think we covered. You just gotta. I mean, if you want to learn about the Ryder Cup, just go watch some of the highlights. They're some of the most electric this year. Yeah, and the press conferences. Like I, I watched all of those too. They were hammered. DJ was saying stuff. DJ doesn't talk, and DJ was chatty Kathy throughout the whole press conference. Was giving like golf tidbits and shit. And it's like, what the fuck, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. NFL, uh, before we get to our gambling segment, you got anything to say on, I see you're wearing a Josh Allen jersey. You got anything on the NFL? Any like little notes, tidbits that you got? Hmm. <sighs> NFC West, AFC West. Goat divisions. Goat divisions. Are the Broncos for real? Are the Raiders for real? That, that conference is a total mix up right now from what it should be i like teddy b hung teddy um i just i think they're gonna fall down the stretch because that division's so good 
Like, I actually think I think the Raiders are better. I know you're not a big Raiders guy. Yeah, I think the Chargers and the Chiefs are both better. Um, but that division and the Broncos are really good. I just, I I can't see them <clears throat> over some of these other really good teams in the AFC. Like, there's just no way that they'll propel themselves. Right. The Broncos have played the weakest schedule in the NFL. They played. They haven't played a team that's won a game yet. Um, is that but, true? Right. They've played the Jets, the Jags, and someone else. Jesus Christ. Um, so they have a weak schedule. I don't think the Broncos are for real. Sorry. I think the Chargers will win that division. I think is the that- Chiefs will still make the playoffs. And I don't know what to say about the Raiders because they actually look pretty good, even though I, I don't like the Raiders. I, I just it's not that I don't like them. I just don't think they're good. So here's my thing on the Chargers. They look like – I think they might be the most complete team, maybe the most complete team in the AFC. But they're coaching. Like, Brendan Staley has done a great job with the defense. But some of the shit that, like, they were choosing to throw it against the Chiefs, they could have just ran the ball a couple times, kicked the field goal. They, they chose to throw it with Herbert, and luckily it worked. It worked out for them. They've done a bunch of weird shit, like with the clock and stuff like that, that it's like, okay, that shit better. That's not going to fly later in the season. That shit better not happen. The Chargers consistently do that, though, throughout the season. So until they show me otherwise, I can't pick them to win the division. Sure. Um, Yeah, what you might be referring to is that they were going to it on fourth and four because they didn't want to leave Mahomes with time on the clock to tie or win. Right. Then you figure if they tie Mahomes going to win in overtime. Um, so of course they uh, fall start. And so now they're fourth and nine. Mm-hmm. And you know, if that doesn't work, the, I'm pretty sure the chiefs were like already in field goal range or like one play away from field goal range. And they still go for a fourth and nine, get it. And then also choose to score a touchdown and still leave a little time on the clock. So, yes, questionable, but also just balls. Just you knew why they were doing it and ballsy, and they executed, and it was awesome. So, but yeah. Was course, it, is that balls or? They basically said, we're going to win this game. We're not going to try and stop Patrick Mahomes. That's true. That's true. Uh, Niners. But yeah, uh, if that doesn't work, they, they, they're super stupid. Niners in the NFC West could have done that. They snapped the ball with 12 seconds left on the play clock. I've been a James Darts guy. Okay, I have bent over backwards for this guy. I've defended him. I've taken bullets. I've taken arrows for James Darts. What do I get in return? I get poor mechanics. I get missed guys from fucking five feet away, high throws, poor pocket mobility. I like Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy's an amazing teammate. He's a handsome guy. God, the guy was carved in a lab. If your best quality as a quarterback is that you're really good after you make a stupid ass play, like you're really good after you throw a stupid fucking pick, that's your best quality as a quarterback. And it never gets better. Like it's always a, you know, he may throw the stupid interception, but just know he's going to bounce back. Well, yeah, well, the stupid interception could crush us. Sure enough, he throws a stupid interception. Not only that, he pulls a Henry Rowan Gardner and throws the ball backwards, which leads to a Green Bay field goal. Niners defense did not play as bad as people think in that game. They were on the field the entire first half because Jimmy G got shut out, essentially, for the second straight first half. I don't get it. I don't get it. I never understood this whole Jimmy G is stable thing with the reason for not starting Trey Lance substitute Jimmy stupid mistakes for trays. You still get trays upside. I don't understand it. As you can tell, I'm upset. It's emotional. I've had enough of James darts. Okay. Thank you, James darts. Thank you. But I've had enough. Here's my take on it. Jimmy G probably gets you to the playoffs. 
Jimmy G doesn't win you a Super Bowl. Trey Lance, he might not get you to the playoffs if he cannot, you know, turn it. I mean, if he plays like a rookie, it's possible that he can make enough rookie mistakes that maybe the Niners fall. It's a tough division. Um, but if you let him play and you keep letting him play and learn and get better and he gets to the playoffs, there's a good chance that in 20 weeks or whatever, maybe he's ready to lead him to a Super Bowl. And I know that's a lot to ask out of a rookie quarterback, but it's better chance than letting Jimmy try to do it, in my opinion. I'm not even so sure that Jimmy makes it to the playoffs. I think you can get to the playoffs. You can, but, but I don't think you division you is so not, good. Right. But I mean, with that defense, you know, they're going to beat the Seahawks. They're going to beat the Cardinals. Like it's going to be them and the Rams at the top. And just, you know, who's who wins the division, who's the wild card. That's how I see it playing out. But yeah, the whole division is good. And anyone, anyone can win that division for sure. Yeah. And the Niners certainly don't have time to just wait around. Well, they have legit weapons on offense and none of them are getting like Debo was amazing for the first two weeks because all they did was throw to him. Right. None of these guys are getting any shine because Jimmy's throwing the ball backwards. Right. I mean, Ayuk is supposed to be the guy and he hasn't done shit in three weeks. So I, I mean, I got to believe that Ayuk is a good wide receiver. I started him three weeks in a row. So start him the first two weeks. Didn't do shit. I was like, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Sure enough, catches a tutty. There we go. Yeah, he's sitting East. on my bench in one of my leagues waiting for him to – waiting for the offense to do something. Um, yeah, it's a tough uh, tough predicament if you're if you're a Niner fan. But if I don't think it's that tough. But if you're a Bills fan, we're all the way back, baby, and we're playing the Texans this week, so you know we're about to be 3-1. and one. I honestly hate your fandom. <laughs> like <laughs> I it really pisses me off. Oh, like the yeah. A's the A you're an A's, a Bills, and Warriors. a Clippers fan. I'm not a fucking Clippers fan, I'll tell you that. You're a Kawhi guy. No, come on now. You you like P Bev. Dub Nation, bro. I've been there since Monte Ellis. Even before that, Baron Davis, Steven Jackson, the squad. I think they were all I think Lamont just did something good. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, geez. Giants took the lead. Lamont home run or something? No, walk off. Lamont? Walk off. Walk off. Walk off, Lamont. Wow. I'm going on Twitter right now. Late night, Lamont. Holy Dude, he's unreal. In that thing. <laughs> oh my god! Holy oh my. shit! The Giants are at 105 wins, dude. Did the, the Giants, Giants are just a fucking wagon. I saw some shit today that was like all these other teams that are in first place would be like 15 games back, like in the NL West. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Like the Dodgers last night, the game that they had. Where they hit four fucking home runs. Fuck the Padres, dude. Wait, dude, the Giants haven't even posted what happened yet. Yeah, well, Lamont just fucking won the game. All right, hold on. You want walk-off dinger or walk-off hit? Walk-off single. God, he's so good. Oh, damn, they faced Madison Bumgarner tonight. Wow. Giants just continue to amaze me. Betting wise, betting wise, we are hot. Oh, we're so hot. Okay. Uh, Give, give, yeah. Let me just give the quick recap. So we did week one. We talked about it. Week two, we made our picks. I'm going to make it quick. Razo made three separate picks. Panthers plus three and a half. Patriots minus six. Titans uh, plus five and a half. He won all three. So, I mean, if you parlayed it or took any of them, you won money that week. I did a three-team teaser, Niners, Titans, Bengals. That hit, so you want to one and a half times your money on that one. Then last week, we didn't have a show, um, but we still made our bets. And Razo even chose two out of the three upsets, Falcons to win upset, Dolphins to cover four, and then Bengals upset to win. Hit all three, so he wins another 3.65 times your money. And again, if you parlayed it, I don't know how much you would have won. And then I did a five-team teaser, Panthers, Cardinals, Titans, Bills, Chargers. That hit, and so that had four times your money. So in total, Razo is eight for nine 
on all his picks. I'm two for three on my teasers, but out of all of those, there's only one game that I've been wrong on. So, I mean, we are on fire. And if you've rode with us, you are, if you rode with Razo all season, uh, let's say you, you know, you usually do $10, you're up about $77. And if you do $10 with me, you're up about $45. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty damn good so far. What do you got for us? What's your teaser this week? What are we following? Okay. We're going three team teaser. We are taking the, these are all seven point favorites. So we're taking the the 10 a.m. game is the, actually I don't know the times, but I know that I'm taking Chiefs, I'm taking Titans, and then the Sunday night game is the Bucks. But I'm teasing them by six and a half. So all they have to do is win. And that is for plus 135. Plus 135, huh? Sorry for the confusion, but we're taking Bucks, we're taking Chiefs, we're taking Titans, three-team teaser, giving ourselves six and a half points. We're buying a half point this week because we don't want any pushes on a one-point. Titans, huh? Uh, they're playing someone ass. They're playing like the Jets or some shit. I don't know, man. And I know, I, I hate know we your do. Picks. I know we do this and we hate each other's picks, but we're both right. I'm thinking about riding with you this week too. Um, so that'll be. Uh, you know, not as big money as last week, but I think it's a lock, so we're going to take it. Orlando, do you, what do you got this week? There's no limit on what you can do. You can take I'm, overs, unders, multiple teams. Riding with, with Rozzy is riding the money lines, right? Oh, okay, so you're picking winners this week. I'm going – I'm picking winners. I got – well, I got two winners. I got one spread. Fuck the Raiders, okay? So, and Ash, Chargers minus three. Chargers? They're going to come. The Raiders, the Raiders train is coming to a screeching halt. I'm done with the Raiders. I think the Chargers go minus three, handling their first loss. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a field goal. So, sure. I I don't think that's great great pick. I I love the Chargers. Um, And then my next one is the Ravens money line. Uh, They're actually dogs. Against the Broncos, that yeah, that's uh, Broncos uh, I are like... minus one. And once again, it's tough to go into Denver. It's just the Ravens are good, man. Broncos are good too, but come on, that game I'll be interested. That's going to be a true test for the Broncos because they haven't played anyone, but they've still looked good and they have a decent team. So uh, if they win that game, they're for real. If they don't, which I don't think they will, I think you're correct. Uh, Ravens take care of business. Yeah, good pick. I'm surprised they're dogs, but I'm not Vegas, so. I have two rules of thumb with betting. It is never bet the Falcons and never bet the Lions. Well, motherfucker, I <laughs> bet the Falcons last week. And guess what I'm doing this week? Lions money line, baby. Lions money line. I hate the Bears. I think yep. Matt Nagy, he is one of the worst press conferences you'll ever watch. I don't know what he's saying half the time. He said they're picking between three quarterbacks still. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. No. The Lions actually play hard. So this team, I I could see. three good games, even though they're 0-3. Yeah, they stink, but they play hard. The Bears stink, and they don't play hard. So uh, ergo, Lions money line. (laughs) So this is, I put in a separate bet. This is not one that I, you know, talk about on the show. Um, not one that I necessarily think will hit, but I did take a parlay of Lions money line, Colts money line, and Ravens money line because they're all one. dogs, and it pays like times ten or some shit. Um, so again, they're all dogs by a couple points, and I'm not putting this on my official OGV bet sheet, but yeah, I put a couple bucks on that one too. So I'm, I'm with you on your picks this week, dude. So you like them? You don't? Have, I, 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 I like your picks. You've uh, like you got picks. you got a great track record. You've made more money than I have this year. Um, Thanks, I like man. your I like your picks, and in a way, I've kind of ridden with uh, a couple of your picks. Let's let's ride with this. Maybe I'll maybe I'll ride with your teaser. Maybe we'll just ride with each other, and then if they both suck, we're next week. We're just going to go at each other's necks. Right. Sure enough, we'll both lose all our bets this week, and and we'll we'll be right back at hating each other's bets. But yep, Ravens money line, Chargers minus three. Lions money line. Uh, ride with Rousey. Lexus teaser. We're hot right now. So before we get cold, start riding with us. Yep. Wet okay. Willie of the week. 
You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I said it last time, last episode. Anyone can get a wet willy. Okay. No one is exempt from a wet willy. We give the Pope a wet willy. Give the president a wet willy. Give Putin a wet willy. He'd be arrested. Probably killed. And you interrupted me. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Anyone could get a wet willy. My well willy of the week is myself. I'm giving myself a wet willy. The last show I gave Brooks a wet willy because he was talking about how he doesn't like team golf. Blah, blah, blah. It was all bark. Very much biting. Um, man, was I wrong? Like, I thought they were going to get their ass kicked. I think you looked at it on paper. You're like, they have such an unbelievable team. But nonetheless, like, we kind of lose every year, so you're kind of accustomed to it. Then you got guys like Brooks and Bryson that are kind of taking the spotlight. None of that mattered. They kicked the shit out of them. I was dead wrong. So I'm giving myself a wet willy. Shout out to me for giving myself one and owning up to it. Um, so I shit you not. Maybe this just is a cop out when you can't think of a, a good wet willy, but I literally have written down myself as my wet willy. Um, I, I could have thought of many wet willies. Uh, Devin Williams punched the wall in celebration. No, he was actually, he got angry in the celebration. He said, so clearly he's an angry drunk, punched a wall. That was like a strong candidate. But, you know, when when you host this show, you have to hold yourself accountable. You hold yourself to a high standard like that. So I think it's time. Um, we talked about the Raiders. Uh, for those of you that follow my personal account, a couple months ago I made an Instagram story, and it was a poll whether Derek Carr was a top 15 quarterback in the league. And it was a resounding no. And that's what I was looking for, trying to prove my point that Derek Carr is not an elite quarterback, not even a top 15 quarterback. I continued to hate on the Raiders and placed a season-long bet that they would lose or they would win less than seven games. I even went so far to make a bet with my friend S on that they would win less than five games. Um, right now, I look like an idiot. Derek Carr yeah, was, was just named the September – uh, offensive player of the month for the AFC. I mean, just think about how good the AFC is and what quarterbacks are in the AFC. It is Derek Carr. The Raiders are three and zero. They've beaten the Ravens. Um, I mean, the Steelers and who else did they beat? Who's the third team they beat? The Ravens, the Steelers, and uh, and the Dolphins. Dolphins. And the Dolphins. Yeah. So a respectable, respectable schedule. They're tied for first in the AFC West. And uh, at this point in the season, I have to give myself a wet willy. Now I'm reserving the right to retract that wet willy. If I am right about some of these things later in the season, you can't retract a wet willy. You're giving it to yourself right now. You can't just be like, if anything, you're just going to look back on the wet willy and be like, we've come a long way. Okay, fine. I don't reserve the right to retract my wet willy, but I hope that I can later in the season, maybe wet Willie Derek Carr when he um, decides to spike a ball through the back of the end zone, or if the Raiders find a way to not win seven games. Um, you can wet Willie Soph or Ash too. Or both of them, or John Gruden if he does some absolutely insane shit. Or Blake. Um, why Blake? <laughs> I don't know. I was just, <laughs> just suggesting um, that you So, anyway, but at this, point, at this point in the season, I mean, it still could be a fluke, but good God, it doesn't look good for any of my bets that I placed on the Raiders or just general thoughts about Derek Carr. Well, credit to us for look at holding us. ourselves accountable. Once again, anyone can be wet willied at any time. We've proven it. We have. We got anything else before we move on to the end of our show? No, let's finish it off. All right. State of the show. Kind of want to do this every now and then. Um, we have, we do have a vlog in the works. My apologies. Kids got to make money. Okay. Kids got to make money. Kids got to grind. Uh, one thing I am committed to doing is not missing a week of a show like we've done 
Uh, I think it, it's, I think we missed like two out of what, 27, however long we've been doing this. Right. Two weeks. One thing I am committed to doing is, is not uh, maybe like for Christmas or something like that, but not missing a week of this show. One thing that is difficult for me to do is to put out, I put out what, eight golf vlogs this year. Um, and I think that's fair going forward until I can fully have resources to do this while not try a trying to get better at golf. Number one, like that's like as crazy as that sounds. If you don't know me, well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty nuts like that. Um, I'm really trying to get better at golf. I have to support myself to make money. I got want to be able to do this because this is really my true passion along with golf. Um, so I think like eight golf logs in a year is pretty realistic. I don't want an yes. audience to expect, you know, a golf log every week or a golf log every month. I think if I'm giving it my absolute best, it's going to be about eight golf logs. Cause there's other shit that I got going on that I'm trying to advance, like in my life to get all serious on you. Um, I'm going to be caddying in, PGA Latin America Q school. I'll have more on that. Uh, that's going to be in Mazatlan, Mexico. So I'll be posting more on the OGV Instagram page and TikTok page, but I just want to kind of set expectations that it is not, uh, I'm not, I don't want to seem like I'm making excuses, but it's also like my life at the same time where I'm trying to make advancements and that sort of thing. Um, as well as trying to to do this content thing and put out as much as possible. But expect more of those short clips, short stuff, stuff like this uh, on the Instagram page and TikTok, as opposed to, you know, the 30-minute golf vlog that takes, you know, weeks to turn around. I mean, yes. I mean, this is your show. I'm completely on board. Those golf vlogs are for sure the highest requirement of resources and time um i believe those are still awesome and you can do great things with those and you'll have great guests on continue to have great guests on those um but i'm i'm all on board as on you know whatever you want to do and i think the the short clips um will be a great way to go to supplement that and by the way the short clips i think you know they may not get that many likes on instagram i think our boy kai kapler's minion saw my post you think like, so? that's my theory dude he's been wearing different stuff than kapler the last few games like literally since i posted that he's worn different stuff and i tagged him in the post i wonder if he saw that that'd be great um hey but i mean yeah that's when people talk to me and they say you know they like something or i haven't really had anyone say they didn't like something or things that they like or things they thought were funny it's usually from the clips right so they're watching clips of the of the thing i know some people are watching longer parts of it but so i think putting out short clips gives people an idea of what we're doing on the show and what you're doing you know for the golf vlogs and you know just kind of in your life so i'm fully on board with continuing to post the short clips i mean i'm mainly here just to do the do the show as of right now so i'm i'm on right board. and and what i want more of too on this kind of talk show just because it's easier for everyone is more interviews like i want to have people that i talk to in the in all sorts of the industry once again like this show doesn't really have any boundaries so we can bring on baseball people we can bring on golf people baseball players golfers it doesn't i don't really give a shit who i get who i bring on i just like want to bring on people that I like and people that I enjoy having on. So I think that also will be big going forward is just having people come on our talk show as well, just to, but we'll, we'll do a wet Willie of the week with them, you know? Sure. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed our, our vlog and our podcast with uh, Jamal. I think you have a wide network of people, um, that you like, but also are somehow involved in baseball or golf or uh, media and stuff like that. And I have some people too, and to involve them into a show, learn about them, but then also have them just kind of, you know, maybe do the fun clip bits that we do with us. I, I think it's a great idea. Right. And like, maybe have one of them do a draft. I'm not like, 
I can talk about pitching quite a bit. We get a big pitcher on. I'm not going to ask him, you know, the whole time what he's throwing, you know, one, two to the number three hitter. Like that's not kind of me. That's not really us. We're going to do different sort of stuff. Um, so just wanted to kind of give a little state of the show going forward where we're at and um, we're going to stay consistent. I realize that's the biggest thing that I've learned in this business is that people don't really stay consistent enough to it's really a longevity con contest. Like it's a war of attrition with this thing. Um, so the more we put out, the longer we stay in it, the longer we keep our head above water and just keep pushing forward, we're going to be just fine. I'm with you. We're going to continue to, to learn and, and grow and figure out what works and what doesn't. And I mean, again, you're putting in the, you know, 90, 95% of the work. Um, and it'll, it'll come. It'll come. You just wait. You just wait, daddy. You, we keep winning, keep winning, gambling fucking picks and we're going to be golden. Dude, we'll just fund the, fund the whole damn thing with our gambling. Hit veggie. By the way, I just figured out this, uh, private jet company <laughs> flies out of Scottsdale and it's round trip to Vegas for like 200 bucks. And you get to go on a private jet. Yeah. And Jeez. it's not like I made sure it wasn't like, like the propeller. Like one of the, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Hey, hit the engine twice. Like give me, give it a little jump. Um, no, it's like one of those normal, normal, small private jets. That's lit. I mean, you, you fly the $200 jet, take our videos, look like we're ballers or to whoever we're with. And we, you know, go to the absolute minimum black. Go to table, Bally's. The, the dollar yeah. blackjack table. Right we hit that. the Rio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the palms off the street. Yeah. The, dude, buffets, actually the seven buffets. It's not, you know, we're not going to the high limit. No, dude. We don't need that. We don't need that. All right. We got anything before we sign off here? No, good show. Was, There's was a lot of interesting topics. I'm glad you brought up state of the show. Um, I, I'm I'm good. I like doing that. That was good. It's organic. It felt I it felt good to get that off my chest. I'm glad because I didn't know what you were about to say, so I I was curious too. You just saw state of the show. Yeah, I was like, shit. You know, I mean, I'm not thinking. I'm like, what if I was just going to be like, or, it's done? If I'd I be, fired you on the, I'd air. be bummed. I'd want to do. I'd want to be like a weekly Zoom anyway. Just. <laughs> Dude, I would be so, no, I would like, that would be so off the deep end of me if I just fired you. That'd be clear, like, he needs help. <laughs> he needs help. Um, follow us on TikTok, OGV underscore golf, Instagram, also OGV underscore golf. Follow me on Instagram, at orazo 3 Follow Lex on Instagram, at Alex E. Aguirre. And uh, follow me on Twitter. Go at Orazo. And uh, we'll see you next week. Like I said, that golf log with Trent Denholm will be up. Um, and then hopefully, you know, we'll get one in the, in the near future. But until then, we're just going to keep putting out shit every week because we got NFL season. There's so much stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. We're heading into a good, uh, a good time for sports. All right. Well, we'll talk to you. Thanks for tuning in. Love you.